Right. If that isn't a call to action, I don't know what is. Thunderbirds are go. Hello, and welcome to episode 2 of Standby for Action. I'm Scott. And I'm Toby. And we're here to discuss our favourite, worst and unseen episodes from the Jerry Anderson catalogue. But today's a special episode. Why is it so special, Toby? Because on the day of recording, it's my birthday. It is, mate. Happy birthday. Thank you. It's been a bit of a rush to get this podcast done, but have you had a good day? Yes, I have. So as you know, it's my choice. And as much as I know you didn't want a Joan Arty episode, I thought, what a better way to celebrate your birthday by watching Joan Arty the birthday. Are you happy with this episode, Toby? It is a flashback episode. Yeah, I'm happy with it. But it's not one of my favourites because, as you said, it's a flashback episode and I'm not so keen on those. Well, a lot of fans would agree with you there, I suppose. A lot of fans are not very keen with flashback episodes at all. But it's appropriate for us to watch this one on today, don't you think? Yeah. So let's get into it. So Joe 90, episode 29, was first on UK transmission date Sunday, April the 20th, 1969, at 5.30pm. But when I was younger, I always remembered struggling to watch Joe 90, if I caught a glimpse of it on TV, because it was on so early in the morning. So what's this episode about then, other than it's his birthday, obviously? So the episode's about Joe 90 reaching the age of 10, and he looks back at some of his most exciting missions over the last year. Okay, so Tobes, the three episodes that he's going to mention in this, just let me know at the end if you think they're good episodes to pick, considering... I know you've not seen every single episode of Joe 90, but considering there's some really good episodes out there, do you think they should have been in in replace of those ones? (laughs) Now, also, as we start, I've got an interesting fact here, Tobes. Considering the episode's only 25 minutes long anyway, as the others are, it only actually has four minutes of new recorded material. The rest is just the flashbacks of the other three episodes. Wow. I didn't know that until now. And I'm sure it'll be the same story with the other episodes, e.g. Captain Scarlet and Thunderbirds and Stingray come to that as well. So let's start. Um, opening scene after the iconic 20th Century One titles that we all love. Uh, Joe is on his bed after, I'm guessing, awaking in the morning, looking at his calendar, which reads the 7th. Now, officially, according to books, Joe's official birthday is on the 1st of April, but the calendar clearly states with the red circle that it's the 7th. So, just a little fun spot there. Joe looks out of his window and sees his dad driving off. Uh, to his confusement, he goes downstairs to speak to Mrs. Harris. Mm-hmm. 
Joe. You're up bright and early. Hello, Mrs. Harris. Where's Dad gone? He had to go up to town. Said he'd be back late. What's the matter? Oh, nothing. Are there any letters or anything for me today? Letters? No. Now go and get dressed, Joe, and I'll get your breakfast. All right, Mrs. Harris. Wait a minute. I've just remembered. It's your birthday, Joe. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. And I haven't even got a card. I forgot all about it. It's all right. Looks like everyone forgot. So at this point, obviously, we don't we we don't know that Max, Sam, and Shane Weston planned a party for him. But I believe that Mrs. Harris generally had forgot about his birthday because of a just a dialogue and action, and the fact that she's not actually there at the party when they surprise him. Also, I noticed that Joe has a toy on his bed that looks like a dinky toy from the sixties. Do you think it is? Yeah, I do think it is. I've, I'm sure, if, I can't quite remember now, but I'm sure it's like a shell petrol tanker or something like that. They wouldn't have made it just for that small prop. I think they would have just used one. So, yeah, a little fun thing there. So, after speaking to Mrs. Harris, he goes upstairs, very upset. From then he hears his dad come home and shouts for Joe to come downstairs. When he returns downstairs, he notices that Mr. Weston, Shane and Sam are there wishing him a happy birthday with a full birthday spread on the table. Surprise, surprise. Come in, Joe. Here he is. Surprise, surprise! Dad! Uncle Sam! Mr. Weston! You didn't forget! Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Joe! Happy birthday! Happy birthday. <laughs> this is where it gets confusing for me, because I watched this episode before I watched the first episode, so I always thought that Joe's first mission was stealing the Russian MiG-242. But obviously after watching it, I've realised that Shane only created that story in the first episode to give an example to Mac about the sort of missions that he would be doing. We get it. <laughs> Seriously, Joe, I, I'd like to say that W.I.N. owe you an enormous debt of gratitude. You certainly have been our most special agent. Do you remember how it all started? I guess none of us will ever forget that day. So the actual first episode is what we see in the second act, is the episode Hijacked, where he fights Coletti, the gunrunner. I'd love to go more into the actual episodes themselves, but we might come across these episodes in further podcasts. So we'll just briefly go over them. They can't really stop me now, Sam. They may try ground-to-air missiles. And that's just what they're doing, Sam. They're throwing everything they've got at me. I can't chance it. I'm going in to attack the base. The Russian base that Joe des destroys at the end of that scene is obviously made up of clips taken from Thunderbird 6 when Skyship 1 falls. Have you noticed that before? Um, I've never noticed that. Yeah, it's because Thunderbird 6 was made it's sort of in between Scarlet and Joe 90. Yeah. Well, I think it was made during Scarlet, if I'm honest. Yeah, because it came after, just after Scarlet by a couple of episodes. Yeah. So the footage of him destroying the airbase, not all the footage, the footage of the missiles being launched at Joe and obviously the other MiGs being launched against him, that's all new footage, but the actual destruction and the explosions, that's all from Thunderbird 6. So if, if we're both in agreement that Hijack should be on the list of one of the three episodes as the flashback, then most special agents shouldn't. 
which other episode would you have put in between that? It's okay if you don't know the name of the episode, but just, you've seen some good episodes that you like, don't you? I forgot the name of it, but it's the episode where Cho steals the gold. Oh, uh, the professional. Yes, the professional. Yes. See, that's 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 good because you've got not a non-obvious episode for Joe, because you've got all these action-packed episodes, and then you've got this where he just basically steals some gold. But hijacked as a standalone episode, Tobe. Don't you believe it's sort of like a James Bondy kind of episode? Yeah. I mean, the, the the gunfight with Coletti at the end. That's always used when you when describing Joe ninety in clips and stuff because it's just so action packed and a lot a lot like a James Bond film. We can't just sit here, Sam. Something's obviously wrong. Oh, you're right. Let's go. Coletti, I'm coming to get you. You're the only one left, Coletti. It's just you and me. All right, Joe 90. Come on. Come on! So before we cut back to the third act and the last flashback, Sam asks Mac what mission stands out in Mac's memory. Uh, Come on, Mac, your turn. Which assignment sticks in your memory? Come on, Professor. Well, I don't really know. There's been so many. Oh, come on, Dad. Well, Joe has flown jet planes at hypersonic speeds, but the one that I remember involved him in a much slower method of transport. In fact, trying to hurry could have led to disaster. Colonel McLean, one of my top episodes, Tobes. Bit slow in parts and very, very simple, but it's just so harsh in parts. Um, We're going to talk about when the sergeant dies when they're trying to get up the side of the mountain. So in this scene, when two of the trucks are lost, when attempted to winch them up the mountainside, I noticed, Toby, that you, exactly the same as me, as the sergeant is rolling down the mountain, you automatically think to yourself, to jump out. Yeah. I'd rather break my leg and get injured, rather than roll down into another truck and die in explosions. All right, Johnson, attach the second cable. The sergeant's next. Right. All right, sergeant. Bring her up. And take it easy. Yes, sir. The tree, look! Get out of there, sergeant! Sarge, jump! Get clear! The cable's going! Sarge! Sarge! Johnson there's nothing we can do here so obviously it's another flashback and they can't include everything but like in the Thunderbirds episode where um, security hazard when they showed end of the road um, it, the true ending of that was completely different from what how Virgil entailed it where Eddie's truck actually did end up falling and exploding but obviously with Eddie clear and it's the same in this um, as Joe's making his way down the mountain because of the pressure on the actual episode he crosses a bridge while the bridge is collapsing where it completely misses that out and it just shows him going down the mountain and then coming to a stop and the mission's over 
But just going back to Security Hazard though, it's funny how the stories that they picked in that episode, where Virgil tells End of the Road, where they did drop the truck, they didn't mention to the child, and also in some probe, Thunderbird 3 did end up heading for the sun. So it was funny to me that they sort of glazed over the fact that the mission wasn't a complete success. I speak about this as well because I don't think that's one episode we're going to be reviewing anytime soon. Is it you, Toby? No, I'd just rather talk about those episodes themselves than the actual flashback. So, end of the third act. We now cut back to the party. We all raise a glass and wish Joe a happy birthday. Well, Joe, fill up your glass. I'd like to propose a toast to the World Intelligence Network. W-I-N. Gentlemen, I give you W.I.N.'s most special agent, Joe Knighty. Joe, Joe Knighty. Knighty. Happy birthday to you, Toby, as well. Hey, thank you. Oh, and I forgot to ask you, Toby, did you actually get anything Jerry Anderson related? I mean, I know what we, we got you, but just for everybody, what did you get? I got a Thunderbird 2 mug for my birthday. That's for your coffee then, because you're a coffee fanatic. And I got a Parker Pop figure. But I would wish they would release a Lego Thunderbird 2 with the pods and the pod vehicles. Yeah, that would be good. I've seen that. We've seen that advertised, didn't we, when uh, we went to the Space Centre last year. Um, it just needs to be a backed project by fans, I think, because it's one of these things where you have to vote for and then if Lego approve it then we go ahead. Right, time for the ratings then Toby. Um, I give this 6 out of 10. It's got those it's got those scenes that we all love and like in but at the end of the day it is a flashback episode and like I said it's only got 4 minutes of new material. What about you? I would give the episode a 5 out of 10 because again it's a flashback episode but it's only got the 4 minutes off um, new filming so it doesn't mean they've not put that much time and thought into the episode for Joe's birthday so I'm giving it the 5 out of 10 One thing about these flash ep- flashback episodes as well is that I notice you always put them towards the end of the series and obviously if you were watching the series along each week and stuff you'd think that each epi- each series would end with this sort of massive finale episode a bit like the way Captain Scarlet was supposed to end with like Attack, of, Attack on Cloud base, which I think should have been the last episode but I think the actual last episode was their flashback episode which was just, yeah, maybe not the way forward but as for the next episode then as, that was this, as this one was my choice um, we're going to be recording around Christmas, obviously. So, what do you reckon should be the next episode? As it's your choice, then, Tobes. I reckon it should be the Stingray Christmas Special because we've done a Thunderbirds episode, but we've not really brought up Stingray. No, and we can save Scarlet for the New Year, can't we? Yeah. So the Christmas episode for Stingray is a Christmas to remember. So. Yeah, we'll give that one a watch and we'll be uploading over the next two weeks, two or three weeks then. Um, Thanks for joining us again. Please rate and subscribe. We're available on all platforms now, uh, e.g. Apple, Spotify and Google Podcasts. If you like us, please give a review because it spurs us on to doing it, doesn't it, Tobes? Yeah. But with Christmas approaching, we've got more time to put aside to record these, haven't we? So we'll get there. But to finish this episode, thank you for joining us and we'll be talking to you very, very soon. S.I.G.
F-A-B. Let's join Shane, Matt and Sam to wish Toby a very happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Toby. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> the tables are turned. The manhunt for Captain Black is on. What a bang! Can we do that again? Thunderbird 1 from Thunderbird 2. Taking off now. See you back home. F-A-B, Virgil. All good things have to come to an end.